So what's poppin' peons? It is your girl, Jistria, and welcome back to the podcast. And y'all, I have to multitask and do work and just making TikToks all day. It's not gonna cover it. <laughs> Seeing that I get community go like, bro, what is every other 10 minutes? Yeah, I'm just joking. But um, what's poppin' peons? Um, so on today's podcast, we're gonna talk about healing because I've healed. Shaba. Glory to be God. <laughs> and no, actually, yeah, I'm actually going through, I think, another spiritual awakening. Yay! Shadow work! <laughs> yeah, I have no common sense, respectfully. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I've been trying to have, like, all the common sense in the world, but common sense just don't be common sometimes. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> I don't have no coffee sticks. Okay, but okay, okay, okay. So yeah, my uncle passed away recently, and I had mixed feelings about it. And part of me was like, I'm not really surprised because based on how niggas was living, it was giving mighty reckless. You know what I mean? It was giving violence was gonna be the end. But you can't say that because people are grieving. You know, people get in their feelings. There's certain things you can't say respectfully. Ain't no checking me. <laughs> so, from my understanding, it is going to be hell and high water to play because people chose violence and ignorance. But anyway, that's not my business. Let me get out people. Let me get. Let me. Let me get out people's business. My business is the fact that he passed away. I felt nothing, <laughs> and then I felt rage, and then I felt happy, and then I felt sad, and then I went through the many emotions. I justified his death. I unjustified his death. I went from this is okay to this is not okay to I kind of expected it. I hope I'm not being a jerk. <laughs> like, I went through all of those emotions. I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Boom. So basically, that's what I did. I went through an emotional phase, and I was like, <laughs> like just real tears. And when it dawned on me, y'all, this is when it dawned on me. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ain't ready for this. Um, it dawns on me, honestly and truly, from the bottom of my heart. Tears, tears. I'm sorry, y'all. No, but like, honestly, though, on some real shit, like, it just dawned on me. People will treat you like shit, mistreat you, abuse you, don't love you, don't care for you, and this go with family. Like, especially when it comes to family. Like, when it comes down to family, just keeping shit a whole entire book, I've had more disappointments than excitement. I've had more moments like, oh, Then, ah, and honestly, I feel no ways about it anymore. Like, I used to get really upset about, like, shit. And then I realized, like, what's the point of getting upset? What is the point of me sitting here crying and begging the motherfucker to love me? What is, like, like, when it comes down to family, sometimes I'll be like, straight up, just fuck family. because. You get tired of begging somebody to love you and care about you. You get tired of saying, please love me. You get tired of saying, you hurt my feelings and I really want to fix this relationship. You get tired of saying, I'm tired. You get tired of saying, I'm missed. And that's what happened with that side of the family. Like, what happened was fucked up and it was wrong. But when it was all said and done, it was still my family. So it's like, even though I expect ignorant shit to go down and pop off, I dead ass do not expect people to be like, yeah, this, yeah, that's the one. I just don't like it's giving me that vibe. And you know what? say that I know this shit may sound like an asshole but my uncle died of the same way and the same shit that he was doing constantly fighting and arguing like it was no like it was no known fact that they didn't like to fuss and argue 
And like like I seen this shit on TikTok, it say everybody everybody working get paid. So whether you working for free on the clock or on the dime or you pulling overtime and being a hellraiser or a lover or a fighter, you have to get paid. So don't stop doing good deeds for people just because it's not paying off now. Everybody working, get paid. If you want to be a demon and a hellraiser and you don't want to put in an investment in time and it comes down to healing and actually doing shit when it matters, at the end of the day, when tragic shit happens, it kind of loses its value. Because once, because I know this is going to sound fucked up when I say this, but this is my podcast. Y'all know I don't care. But when it comes down to people dying, I feel like everybody dies. Our reactions on people dying is literally based on a couple of things. Like, if I could just keep it above with you. Like, if you want an emotional reaction out of me when you pass away, you have to have been good to me. Because I feel like, oh my gosh, I really lost such and such. But if there's no positive emotion there, or no, this, this, that, and the third, or we didn't have a relationship when you passed away, you just passed away. And sometimes people burn their own bridges when they, what you call it. Because I realized that part of me, the part of me that was angry was the part of me that was like, I tried my hardest to fix it. And it just wasn't enough. And then I remembered, it's not my job to be enough for somebody. Because I'm more than enough. I was I was more than enough the day that I came out my mom coochie. All right. Who I was is who I was and who I am going to be. That's who I'm going to be. But whoever don't, and I know this gonna sound crazy, and I know it's gonna sound tough when I say this, but just cause motherfuckers die on me, you gotta care. Like I got a few family members right now. If they passed away and died, I would not share not one tear. I would just ask, what did they do? Did they have life insurance? Did they prepare their families? Like, what exactly did they do? To get to this point, because if you don't have any and I put big emphasis on this, if you haven't been right to me or you haven't done right to me, whether whether you outlive me, or I outlive you, you will put a strain on your own relationships. Like just looking back at it, like I want to use this death as a teaching moment, per se. Um, He was a good dude. I never going to hold you. The fact that we was beefing at the end of our relationship before the bridge was burned was kind of like a slap in the face, if you ask me. It felt like, blah. That's what it felt like. But in reality, people dig their own graves with people in the relationships that they want. Like, I feel bad for my family because they lost an uncle, a dad, a brother, a son, all types of shit. Like, it's tragic. Like, if he was good to you, it hurts. If he was all right to you, it's like, yeah, whew, another death. But if that person was just downright disgusting and nasty to you, you really don't care. And you really be hoping that they fall on bad times. But honestly, I I got checked by, um, I be getting checked, y'all. I be getting checked spiritually and mentally. Like, I be like, uh, just because they go low don't mean you got to go low. A low vibrational person or a nasty type of person is always going to vibrate low. And not only are they going to vibrate low, but their actions are going to be low vibrational. So it doesn't matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how you act, no matter how loving you are to them. If they don't want to love you or be there for you, they're just not going to do it. And that's just something that you have to accept. And you cannot get mad at every little time that they don't show up or every little time that they don't want to fix it. People dig their own graves. And the same people who be shitting on you and doing you wrong and doing you dirty because you be down right now or you don't have your shit together or you fell on hard, whatever it is, people have to pay. Everybody pay to get working. And you have to accept that. So, so, so if you terrible to your kids, when you get old in age, you better hope that they forgive you. If you're a terrible uncle, nephew, niece, you better hope that you, like, it's not even hope. It's just like, you just got to pay for that. You can't be a, you can't be a villain or a demon. You can't be on demon time with the people who you love and care about. You can't be tough. You can't, like, this whole death got me upset, honestly. 
my grandmother lost her son. Not only did she lose her son, but she lost him to the most dumbest way possible, to violence and ignorance. And everybody working get paid. And this ain't even to speak ill on the dead or nothing like that. But however you live your life, it's going to show. A lot of y'all run and hide behind religion and all the other coats that y'all put on y'all head. Y'all put, I'm a mediator. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm a warrior. I'm a lover. I'm a character. And the whole entire time, y'all be giving peasantry vibes. Like, no. Your Lord and Savior is not going to protect you from your evil and bad doings. God is not going to come out the sky and be like, well, you good old Christian folks. Well, we're going to go down your relationships and we're going to see exactly how you are to see if you are really like me. And a lot of y'all is going straight to hell if y'all believe in that shit. Because y'all is far from God. Like, y'all been natural hell raisers since birth. Y'all have had chances to grow and mature, but yet y'all didn't do that. And this ain't even bashing y'all if y'all believe in religion, but you got to pay. Everything you do come with a price. You want love, you got to fight for it. You want to be respected, you got to fight for it. You want peace, you got to fight for it. You want joy, you got to fight for it. You want to be loved, you got to love. You can't get you can't get nothing that you don't put out. And so if your life is looking like shit right now, and it ain't getting better, it's going to get worse. I, uh, I've always dated older men because older men have always come on to me, I guess, because that's like pedophilic behavior. But I'm not going to get into that because that's just a joke. Some of them were pedophiles. <laughs> but no, um, honestly, that's another podcast for that day. Ooh, I also to say some shit. But no, honestly, though, a lot of older men have been attracted to me. And the parts what I be attracted to be dope because they be having their own stuff. They have their own everything. But they mindset be terrible. Their kids don't even fuck with them. Like, like y'all, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I remember I was dating this one old man. And he was in his late 60s, right? And one day, his son called on Father's Day. And he was like, I shouldn't tell you Happy Father's Day. But I am anyway. And he was like son do you forgive me and his son was like hell fuck no (laughs) and he laughed in his father's face and I was like why would your son do that he was like you don't understand he was like I was a terrible father to my son my son tried to have a relationship with me and I was just like nah I gotta get it out I live I'm not changing it for nobody nobody gonna change me just being ignorant as hell and not here in his 60s want his damn child. And I was like, sir, is you hurt? Or is you hurt, hurt? And when you ask those type of questions, people get upset. And he was like, telling you, I'm going to give y'all some old men advice. Because <laughs> I know a bunch of them, man. Because I can't, because I hang around old heads. Old heads said, if you love somebody, you treat them with love, dignity, and respect, and you love them with everything they are and who they are in their fiber of being, whether you agree or not. And if you love somebody, you don't act like an arrogant ass asshole. And he was like, that shit that y'all be thinking be cool. Like I'm finna diss her. I'm finna do this. I'm finna do that. He was like, people really be missing out on their own blessings. And he was like, when the people who realize that they've been hurt, finally stop bleeding on people and heal. Right. These are some of my words because I got put it in there because I can't say some of the shit he said because y'all going to be like, what? Y'all not going to catch the references. I <laughs> He ain't saying Ali Oop. He's saying something else. But basically, in so many words, he was like, I should have treated my children better because now I'm at the point in my life where I want my children to be around me. And I was like, why would you want your children to be around you? He was like, because I said what I said. I want my children to be around me. I want to be loved. I want to be respected. And he was like, my kids don't give a fuck about me. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? He was like, I was just a terrible father. He was like, my kids wanted relationships. I told them no. I said I was never going to change. I look at me 60, old as shit, got everything I ever wanted, but I don't got my kids. And he was like, I constantly chose people over my kids. And he was like, once my children, like, woke up and finally stopped 
waiting on me to love them properly. They left and they never came back. He was like, yeah, they write every now and again. But in reality, they don't really fuck with me. And he was like, I won't fuck with me either. And I was like, I'm so glad you said that and not me. As I swooped and I left. <laughs> but nah, like, honestly, the old heads will teach you some shit. Like, another old head told me that people get paid for working. And everybody works. Whether you have a legal job, non-job, whatever, your acts of service or things that you do in life will catch up to you. And he said, it don't matter how far you go into religion and you do Jesus is the reason. And then bust out on all them shouts and moves and shut up. He said, you can't outrun. You'll just do. And I was like, what is that supposed to be? Me and Mr. Bruce were sitting there. Mr. Bruce said, you can't outrun your just do. And I was like, that don't make no sense, Mr. Bruce. How, what you talking about? You can't outrun your just do. And Mr. Bruce said, if I was a shitty person in life to five people, I have to pay for the shitty people I've been to, five people in my life. If I was great to 20, it don't matter that the five out of the 25, I fucked up. I have to pay for that in some kind of way. And he said, the five that I probably mistreated probably don't mean the most to me. And I said, Mr. Bruce, you're just an old head. You just saying that. And Mr. Bruce said that when he was younger, when his daughter was first born, he didn't give her the attention and love that she needed. So when she turned like 18, 20, she didn't want nothing to do with him because she got tired of fighting for his love and attention. Mr. Bruce said he had to put in 10 times the work to get his daughter back because he realized the importance of his children and what they meant to him. I was like, Mr. Bruce, you're just selling me dreams. It's a hype. Like, you be lying, Mr. Bruce. Like, it's, it's a lie to me. And Mr. Bruce says you can feel however you want to feel. You can be in love with whoever you want to be in love with. But he was like, nobody runs that just do. So if you want to continue to be a bomb and mistreat people, payday's coming. And <laughs> you don't get that check, whether you want to take it or not. Because just do is coming around the corner. I remember, and Mr. Bruce said, if anybody ever mistreats you, he said, don't you say, don't get violent. I was like, nah, Mr. Bruce, I want revenge. Mr. Bruce said, People who treat you like shit already living in hell, why would you go down to that level of hell and their pettiness to go back and forth with them and tip the pack? And I was like, you know what? That's the word. And he was like, Shaba, I know. I know y'all be like, what? Yes, it'd be fun. Like, y'all need to get y'all some old heads <laughs> as like some people to listen to because they be giving me all the tea, honey. Okay. My old heads be giving me straight advice. Like, I remember one time an old head had came to me and he was like, hey. I was like, hey, Mr. Bruce. And he was like, hey. I was like, hey. Mr. Bruce said, don't you ever forget who the fuck you are. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? He said, he said, Mr. Bruce said, in the wise words of Mr. Bruce, If you forget who you are, people will make you who they want you to be. And when you no longer fit into their narrative, they'll dismiss you. So it's always important to know who you are and how you want to be loved and what you expect out of people. Mr. Bruce been married three times and three times Mr. Bruce got cheated on. And Mr. Bruce admitted to his fuck ups like, yeah, this is where I messed up at. And this is where I wasn't loving. And this is where this is happening at. And he said, look, they cheated. And he was like, look, I love them to death, all three of my wives. But he said that he'll be damned if he let somebody cheat on him. Mr. Bruce said he would rather die. And I was like, Mr. Bruce, that's kind of dramatic, don't you think? And Mr. Bruce said, ain't nothing dramatic about it. Mr. Bruce said, you can love all you want to. Mr. Bruce said you can pray. Mr. Bruce said you can go back to the universe, whatever the fuck you believe in. 
But until people decide they want to do right by you, they're never going to do right by you. And I was like, duh. And Mr. Bruce said, once you love your, he said, once you learn to love yourself, it'll be a lot easier. Ooh, I felt, ooh, I felt so downtrodden when he said that. I said, what is that supposed to be? Mr. Bruce came back in with another one. He said, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Once you learn to love yourself, you will always be <laughs> always in the winning. And I said, Mr. Bruce, I said, that's nice. And I said, you can love yourself all day and all night. But I said, what do you do when you get tired of loving yourself? He said, you love yourself harder. <laughs> he said, I said, Mr. Bruce, I said, I get tired of being strong. Mr. Bruce said, being strong got nothing to do with what you call it. With nothing. I said, that don't make no sense. Mr. Bruce said, being strong is the lie that we tell ourselves to justify how we handle disrespect and being unloved and all the other bad shit that happens to us in life. We measure by saying we were so strong for standing through that. We were so strong for making it through that. But in reality, we just be living life. For that strong trope that we put on our chest of I love you and I'm so strong because I stood right here. This is called the test of life. And he say life is going to buck up at you. But you got to buck up back at life harder like what's up nigga? Do something. And he say sometimes you got to fight life like it's your last life. And I said <sighs> There you go. Speaking in Proverbs again. I don't want to hear that, Mr. Bruce. It's giving me snooze control. Mr. Bruce it can give you snooze control, whatever, but this shit is going to help you in your lifetime. And Mr. Bruce ain't lying. Because <laughs> I got tested, Joe. And I be getting tested in life like all the time. But that's just some like advice that I got from an old lady. And I remember when I was going through one of my breakups and I was on the phone crying to Mr. Bruce. I was like, Mr. Bruce, I love the deaf man. Like just not an tearing up like crazy, right? So I'm crying to Mr. Bruce. Mr. Bruce is like, you done crying? I was like, yeah, but Mr. Bruce, I love this man and he don't love me back. Mr. Bruce paused, hopped and looked at me. Mr. Bruce said, what do you love about him? I said, it shut me up right there. And what is it that he's doing that is hurting you so bad that you feel like you got to stick around? I was like, I love how he's honest and he's caring and he loves me. And how he was giving me love in the beginning, he was like, was it love or was it a lie based on what you know now? I was like, it was a lie. And so he was like, you've been lied to. And I was like, yeah, I feel betrayed. He said, that's what you're feeling, betrayal. He said, learn how to identify your emotions so that when you go through them, you can always come back from them. Jules. Shut up. <laughs> and I remember, y'all, I was sitting there and I was like, Mr. Bruce, I don't want to be in my feelings. And just like crying, like just not in y'all. Real Real tears, real tears. And Mr. Bruce said, wipe your pretty face. Get your shit together and make it happen, Captain. I was like, well, Mr. Bruce, you don't understand. And I had like a million and one excuses and Mr. Bruce wasn't trying to hear that. Mr. Bruce said, look, I love you like a daughter to me. And he was like, shit, you are my daughter. I was like, thank you, Mr. Bruce. But I feel heartbroken. And Mr. Bruce said you could be heartbroken by the betrayal, or you could boss up and get your shit together. This is a lesson of what you should not expect from a man. And he was like, if you tolerate this shit now, you might as well just be like put miserable on top of your fucking forehead. I was like, okay, Mr. Bruce, I'm gonna get it together. Y'all, I ended up crying some more. And after I ended up crying, Mr. Bruce said, now that is the pretty smile that I like to see. Now, I'm going to need you to get your shit together and push through. After I pushed through the breakup, 
I found myself in another relationship. Broke up. Mr. Bruce called me. <laughs> right after the breakup, which was so Because <laughs> all my emotions is raw. So Mr. Bruce was like, hey, I was thinking about you. I was like, I can't listen to this. And he was like, what happened? He was like, you got broken up with again? I was like, yes, that's not right. <laughs> and so Mr. Bruce was like, what happened? I was like, Mr. Bruce, you know, I just had. Mr. Bruce. <laughs> so Mr. Bruce was like, what am I going to understand? I was like, Mr. Bruce, you know what I just had? <laughs> so Mr. Bruce was like, come on, child, spit it out. I was like, I, 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 I. <laughs> I was like, Mr. Bruce, you told me to get it together, and I did, and I said to somebody else, and they did be the same, and Mr. Bruce was like, okay, Ed, I was like, Mr. Bruce, I'm tired of dating, I'm just gonna die alone, and Mr. Bruce caught my verbiage, and Mr. Bruce said, stop telling yourself that shit, I said, oh, Mr. Bruce is talking, so once Mr. Bruce started talking, Mr. Bruce was like, Stop telling yourself shit that's not true about you. And I was like, Mr. Bruce, I'm tired of being a good girl. I'm finna be a whore. Mr. Bruce said, and I'm finna go to the spaceship. I'm finna go in space. And you know how I feel about space. Basically, Mr. Bruce didn't fuck with space. Because <laughs> he's saying he ain't trying to get caught up with no alias. So I'm like, so me and Mr. Bruce, we sat there and we got into the conversation. And he was like, look, he was like, he was like, what happens when you get down? He was like, you get back up, right? Or do you stay there? I was like, I don't know, Mr. Bruce. And he was like, you always get up. And he was like, you get up because you have to. You get up because you know that's so vibrational shit. And he was like, if a nigga don't appreciate you, you move the fuck around. What did I teach you? Tell me the commandments. Boom. Like a straight G. I was like... Thou shall not cry over a nigga that don't love us no more. And Mr. Bruce is like, continue. And I was like, thou shall not be sad. So as I'm going over the rules and stuff, Mr. Bruce is like, now that you know the rules, why are you crying? He was like, at the end of the day, he said, whether it be family, friends, lovers, enemies, a person can hate you for no reason. A person can love you for no reason. He said, people got to pay for what they do. And if people don't fuck with you, you just move around. And I was like, but Mr. Bruce, sometimes I feel like an asshole. And Mr. Bruce was like, okay, and be that. He was like, who did you date at one point? So I was like, I dated this dude. He was the Leo, but we're going to call him Leo. And he was like, so what did you do when you dated Leo? I was like, we was two assholes in love together. And he was like, and he was like, not in love. I was like, I said, let me rephrase that. We was two assholes together in life. And he was like, so you are an asshole. He was like, show them that you're an asshole. Show them, uh, excuse me. He was like, show them that you don't care. Because people only treat you bad when they know that you care. When you're not stunting nobody, you're not paying them no money, you paying them dust. That is when they, that's when they give you all the time because they want to know why you're not sweating no more. And he was like, people like that are called narcissists. And I was like, but I don't want to be with a narcissist. And he was like, you dated one. And I was like, Mr. Bruce is like, look, I love you. And I would tell you to go to the bar and get a drink. I would tell you to go get drunk, but I don't need you slipping back into alcoholism right now because you're crying, your emotions everywhere. I just need you to get your shit together. And so I sat there and I was like, you know what? You right. And I'm not even going to hold y'all. Sometimes I be forgetting the advice that I be getting from the old heads. Because the old heads be done live this life, done had fruits. I know some of you old people right now who can't talk to their kids and wish they could. I know some of you old heads who wish they had a partner, but they fucked it up with their other partner because they just wanted to be play the field and not commit. Like, old heads to tell you the whole cold heart truth because they old. They don't care no more. They're in their 70s. They finna die. And if they ain't finna die, they just don't care no more. Like, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if y'all seen that TikTok. This whole face is such, and it's don't care no more. And it's just like, I don't care no more. 
And like they like they'll tell you all the secrets. I remember I was dating this crackhead, and I told <laughs> I told Mr. Bruce all my dating time stories, and all my friends were like, y'all, I go to Mr. Bruce for everything. Ninety percent of the shit I go through, no, I want to say twenty percent of the shit I go through that I be overworked for, I go to Mr. Bruce about. <laughs> Yeah, my anxiety be kicking my ass, and I just call Mr. Bruce, and he make it just go away. So me and Mr. Bruce, we was sitting there, we was listening to each other, and so I was like, Mr. Bruce, I'm dating a crackhead. I can't love nobody through addiction. I'm not that strong. And Mr. Bruce said, you can love somebody, but he was like, you just have to support their addiction, addiction. And he was like, if they choose addiction, they'll choose it over you every time. So he was like, look. Be smart about it. If you know you're dating a crackhead, break up. <laughs> I was like, okay. As I went to break up with my crackhead. <laughs> As I went to break up with my favorite crackhead. And this is the running joke between me and him. I was like, you know, you're my favorite crackhead. And he was like, I'm the only crackhead. I was like, that you think I know. Because <laughs> I know a bunch of crackheads. I know crackheads. <laughs> And I know it's going to sound crazy, but in my family, I got a bunch of crackheads. <laughs> they be on that white. <laughs> and they be like, you want to smoke? No, thank you. I will pass on that smoke, baby. Because <laughs> you be fucking with the chilling. <laughs> y'all, I used to have fun. <laughs> like, I used to have so much fun, y'all. Like, the jokes used to just be rolling. Like, the jokes used to be like, hot. <laughs> Y'all, you know, I just realized all my best content come when my feelings be hurt. Because <laughs> I can just be realistic, like, just talking to y'all, just keeping it a book with y'all, like, the shit I be going through. Drea's diary. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I make myself laugh. I enjoy my own company. But, um, yeah, so, basically, crackheads. Um... <laughs> So Mr. Bruce was like, if you can't date no crackhead, don't date no crackhead. And I was like, you right. And I became single. <laughs> and y'all, I remember I was talking to Mr. Bruce because Mr. Bruce does like every three months, Mr. Bruce checks up on me. And every month I check on Mr. Bruce because Mr. Bruce is old. He might pass away and die. <laughs> I will cry. Y'all know what's so crazy? I've imagined everyone in my family dying and I've already cried about it. So when they do die, I don't cry. And every time I get to Mr. Bruce or like a few people, I always bust down in tears. I'll be like, <laughs> my best friend is going to be gone forever as I slump out the room. <laughs> Y'all yeah, be myself from hell sometimes. But I desensitized my death from like a long time ago and I'm trying to unsensitize myself. So we're going to laugh, joke and kiki with me as I go through my this is me desensitizing myself from death. Because <laughs> death is natural. It's just our reaction to it that's not natural. Like, if somebody was an asshole to you, you'd be happy they'd be dead. You'd be like, yes, I'm so glad that motherfucker is good. But if they was good to you, you'd be like, they're gone. And if they was like, all right, to you, and it was like a mix of good and bad, you'd be like, huh, another one bites the dust? Another one bites the dust. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe you're the crazy one, Drea. I don't know. I'm not going to take that title. <laughs> but basically, oh boy, like, it's just like, Mr. Bruce checked up on me and he was like, so what are you doing, Soldier Slim? And I told Mr. Bruce, I gave him an update on my family situation. I gave him an update on how I was doing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. We really went down to some, some spiritual stuff. This is why I love the old heads who are true to their religion and what they believe in. Because he gave me some good advice on how to do certain things. He taught me how to kill a man. I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but um, it kind of scared me, though. And the way that you kill somebody... Because I know y'all like, what? We we are intrigued. Mr. Bruce said, if you want to kill somebody on the inside, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and they fucking with you, and you trying your best with this person, and you at your wit's end, he say, stop arguing with them. I was like, Mr. Bruce, 
you got to go back and forth. Mr. Bruce say, shut up and stop arguing with them. Let them have their own self because they own guilt to eat them alive. I said, oh. And he was like, you have to change your intention too when you do it. You can't do it to get their attention. You got to do it because you want to. I said, shut up. Preach on the phone. Oh, Lord, you're good. Glory to God. That's like, that's, that's, that's an inside joke. <laughs> Y'all, I got to call Mr. Bruce after this because I'm a cheery ass move down. So basically, he said people always kill themselves because they know that they be wrong and that they be foul and they have to pay for exactly what they do. And I was like, Mr. Bruce said guilt don't kill nobody. He said, he said, is that true? I said, Mr. Bruce, if guilt could kill, why guilt ain't kill yet? And he said, just because you can't see them dying on the inside don't mean they're not dying. I said, shut I said, who oh, she's not running the joke. Oh my gosh. I got to call Mr. Bruce so these shows get to going so we can go back and forth with each other because baby, it's lit. But basically, Mr. Bruce is like, look, if somebody did you wrong, the guilt will kill them before anything else. And once the guilt hit and you don't care no more and you're not trying to get their attention for get back. I said, what about it, Mr. Bruce? Mr. Bruce said, you'll be a happy motherfucker. And I said, Mr. Bruce, don't nobody want to be happy. Mr. Bruce said, you're right, going to be joyous. It's a difference. And we went deep into that, which is a thought and a theory, but that's for another day. And so I was like, all right, cool. Mr. Like he did. So we did our monthly checkup and he was like, I'm really proud of you. And I was like, thank you, Mr. Bruce, because I'm getting violated. Yeah, I be yeah, I'm probably the most emotional person I know because I don't know if it's I'm a Pisces or if I have the spiritual gifts that I have, but my spiritual gifts be popping. Okay. If I really wanted to mess with people, like people be messing with me, I could do that, but I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> like don't use oh, if you have spiritual gifts, please don't use them negatively, por favor. Please, because I'm telling you, y'all be thinking that y'all be winning when y'all be cursing and hexing people and doing love spells and burying people in the ground. You do know that you have to pay for that. And if you don't pay for it in this lifetime, when you reincarnate and your kids, kids and your kids, kids come back, they don't have to pay for all of that. I don't know if y'all ever seen hoes with Madame Zaroni, but you cursed for a hundred something years. Um. And even in the Bible, like, even if y'all don't believe in it, like, I forgot what story it was in the Bible, but somebody had to be cursed for 400 years before they got blessed. <laughs> like, everything you do has a price. So, yeah, spiritual gifts, use them wisely. Um, I can astro project, which is really cool, because I astro project to my little boo thing, and I give him little messages when he's not talking to me. I don't care. I love you too. <laughs> Just say it. You know you want to. <laughs> but um, me and Mr. Bruce talk about a lot of shit. And so I guess some of the best advice you could say that I ever got from an older generation is that people get paid regardless of what they do. So whether you talented, gifted, regular, whatever it may be, Everybody has to pay the piper. You can't run behind religion. It don't matter how many protection spells or rituals you do. It don't matter how many times you pray to Allah, God, or whatever. Because some of y'all is witches out here. But we're not going to get into that because me and Mr. Bruce talked about that. And it is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Are you guys on spiritual TikTok? (laughs) Yeah, I'm having way too much fun. But when it comes down to certain things, and like just certain what you call it. Stop always trying to get get back. Learn to move around. If people don't appreciate you for who you are, what you are, and what you offer, and what you bring to the table, you you create your own table. You leave. You never sit there. You never tolerate bad behavior from somebody because you love them. Mr. Bruce had a very strained relationship with his mother. And I remember one day I was crying. I was like, Mr. Bruce, I ain't even going to hold y'all. 
I remember one day me and my mom we got into an argument about some dumb shit. And I felt like the argument was stupid. I felt like the problem could be fixed easily. Mr. Bruce, I was telling Mr. Bruce about it, and Mr. Bruce paused. And Mr. Bruce said, me and my mom used to fight all the time. I said, what happened? He was like, she died. I said, did you cry? He said, hell nah. I said, Mr. Bruce, that is me. Mr. Bruce said, ain't shit mean. Mr. Bruce said, people get what they ask for. And if somebody doesn't want you or want you around, what you do is you move around and you make shit happen for you. You don't wait for people to love you because the, the you can you can wait all day and it might never come. It might come overnight. It might come tomorrow. It might come next week. But if you're just sitting there waiting for somebody to love you and care for you and be there for you and do all that good, gushy shit that you see on TV, that shit is not going to happen. Life is not a movie. You got to go after the shit that you want. And I said, Mr. Bruce, I said, it's not easy. Mr. Bruce said anything worth having, it's not going to be easy. He said the only thing that makes it different that's worth having is if somebody's willing to put in the work. He said, you can't be the only one fighting for something. Because when you're the only one that's fighting and you in a long, 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 long fight and shit just not going right and you depleted and you tired and you wondering why you upset and cranky, it's because you're tired. Because you're tired of fighting. Mr. Bruce said, you let people live and live in their own sin. People create their own heaven and hell. And it's nothing that you could do about it. Mr. Bruce said, when his mama died, he was happy as all outdoors because he didn't have to see that bitch no more. I said, Mr. Bruce, that is so disrespectful. Mr. Bruce said, it's only disrespectful if you feel that way. And I said, Mr. Bruce, I said, what did she do to you? Mr. Bruce came, told me what she did and how she treated him all these years. And I said, Mr. Bruce, but I said, is that still okay? And I'm having a deja vu moment again. So, y'all, this is really weird. Like, this is the second deja vu moment I had today. So, the first deja vu moment I had today, which was when, what happened? I was packing because I'm moving. And with the moving shit that was going on, I was staring out the window. And staring out the window... I felt like I had been in this position before. And not only did I feel like I had been in this position before, it felt oddly familiar. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, this feels way too comfortable for comfort. And I remember when I was teaching, and I quote, when I used to be a teacher, because I remember being like 15, 16, I ain't going to never be no teacher. I ain't going to never be no teacher. Yeah, I had a dream that I was teaching one day. Or I had, like, this feeling like I was teaching one day, like it came to me in a dream. And I was like, man, these dreams be OD'ing. Dreams want you to, dreams want you to be, yeah. I end up teaching and having the same deja vu moment, wearing the same outfit, doing the same damn thing in the same damn moment. So, deja vu is very real, y'all. Um, When it comes down, oh, what are I saying? Basically, Mr. Bruce basically came and told me that him and his mother had a bad relationship. And he said instead of blaming his mama and trying to fix it with her because she act like she didn't want to fix it. He said he just said, fuck it. He said, fuck it, solve the whole thing. And I was like, Mr. Bruce, you just can't say fuck it, though. Mr. Bruce said, why the fuck I can't not? And I said, because, Mr. Bruce, you got to be gentle. Like you got Mr. Bruce say you ain't gotta be gentle with a goddamn thing. He say if somebody is hurting you and you telling them what you're doing is hurting me and I really want to love on you and I really want to do this. And the first thing they say is they ignore you or they act like you don't exist or they go off the grid. He say you go off the grid with they ass too. He say he say he say motherfuckers can take your low but I can take it to hell. And he said, you know what? He said, the best revenge he ever had was not giving a fuck. I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, he said his ex-wife hate his guts right now. And I said, why would your ex-wife hate your guts? And Mr. Bruce said, because he stopped giving a fuck. And I was like, Mr. Bruce, what you mean by you don't give a fuck? Mr. Bruce literally said, look. And Mr. Bruce said, look, when I first got married, I was in my 20s. I gave this bitch like five, six years. She act like she didn't want to be there. I tried to fix it. I said, fuck it. That fuck it got her attention 
more than me begging and pleading and asking her to, baby, will you love me? Will you give me another chance? Because fuck it basically says initially in so many words, I'm not going to sit here and put up with your motherfucking bullshit. And I said, but Mr. Bruce. And he said, but ain't no Mr. Bruce shit. He say, fuck it, and kill a lot of shit. When motherfuckers be like, I can't do this because I care too much. Mr. Bruce say, man, fuck it is my motto. A bitch don't want to deal with me, fuck it. A job want to fire me, fuck it. A motherfucker don't like me, fuck it. Fuck it is the new, I don't care. I don't give not one fuck. And he say, you got to get disrespectful with it too. You got to make sure that it's known in the deep in the bottom barrels of your heart that you do not care for these things. And I was like, Mr. Bruce, you just can't say that. Like, people have feelings. People have emotions. And Mr. Bruce said, fuck a bitch feelings because a bitch ain't give a fuck about how the fuck you felt yet. We, me and Mr. Bruce have real candid, harsh-ass conversations. But it be the truth, though, and I really love Mr. Bruce because Mr. Bruce gives me shit straight up. Like, every time I go to Mr. Bruce, Mr. Bruce be like, I don't know why you still worried about that. Fuck it. I'm like, Mr. Bruce, I can't, he said, why can't you say it? Say it. Fuck it. Do you care? Fuck it. Is it important? Fuck it. Do you want it to work? Fuck it. Because when you don't care, that indifference makes you beautiful. And I said, that sound like, I said, that came off a Wale album. And he said, well, I guess whoever said it is a fucking brilliant mastermind. Mr. Bruce said he lived his life in fuck it mode. If some shit just don't work, fuck it. Next thing to try. And I was like, but Mr. Bruce, he said, nah. He said, I'm old. Who who said, who said, who come to who for advice? Who is happy and at peace at a bar right now with his budget own place, living his best life in his 60s and not giving a fuck? Who? I was like, you. And he was like, because I live my motto through. And he was like, okay, thank you. That's what I thought. He said, from now on, when people come at you and try to get you out your comfort zone or get you to fold and then and not be happy, just say fuck it and walk away. You don't have to explain yourself to people. You don't have to be like, please love me, master. Because the more you beg somebody, the less respect they have for you, and the less respect they have for you, the more and easier they are to violate you. And he said, are you to be violated? I said, hell nah. Mr. Bruce said, okay, if you ain't to be violated, then let them motherfuckers know. And I said, that's boy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bruce be having me up way too much of times. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I wanted to cry so fucking bad, y'all. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, having an old man <laughs> tell you advice who don't care about nothing be the harshest advice that you will possibly ever hear. Because when it comes out their mouth, they dead ass do not care. But nah. Mr. Bruce taught me fucking a long time ago. And I be forgetting the life lesson that Mr. Bruce be teaching me. And when I say I dead ass forgot, like I dead ass just forgot. Because life happened. And then once life happened, it was like, we in this bitch. And then I got so focused on trying to win that I forgot the best advice there is in life. Whatever's not working, let it go. If that person don't love you, let it go. If that person don't respect you, let it go. If that person don't want you around, let it go. You let people dig their own graves in your own entire life. He say, he say you could give a bitch $10 million and it'll never be enough because they'll feel like you already begging for my love, so I might as well just take it to hell. And he said, before you go broke trying to love somebody, before you be mentally exhausted, spiritually exhausted and tired all the time because you running around and trying to chase and trying to get somebody to love you, he said, you let people go. He say, he say his mama dying did not hurt his feelings. So when my uncle died, it didn't hurt my feelings. At first it did because I was like, oh man, I really wanted to fix it. But then I was like, fuck it, I can't, I can't make shit work by myself. And then I remembered. And I say this in the most respectful way of the dead, but people die by exactly how they how they supposed to die. My uncle died to violence. With him dying to violence, this person 
was the most violent motherfucker you could ever meet. And at the end of the day, when violence meets violence, or when it's hit at this level, violence does what violence is supposed to do. It attacks. He said that if he wasn't confrontational and didn't like to, well, he didn't say that, but just looking back at it and thinking for myself, it's like sometimes you just realize that people dig their own graves. People don't want to be fixed. People don't want to be healed. People don't want to be loved. And it's not my job to save nobody at all. And that, my friend, is on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mary Had a Little Ducket. Mary Had a Little Airbag. Mary Had Some Titties. That's what that song. People dig their own graves. And you won't be able to save them, even from themselves. And that, my darling dear, is A-OK. This has been a message for me. I have talked my death out of my head. I'm at ultimate peace. And if we keep it in a book, sometimes death isn't a bad thing. Sometimes people just get to the point where they expire. And that, my darling dear, is A to the O-K. When are we leaving? You know it's smelling here, right? Huh? Anyway, though, you couldn't say nothing about it. The only thing.